0: It's Friday. Welcome to full episode Friday on Thunder Noodle. Oogly boogly, Woodly woo. we were back. Yes, and it is the weekend. Finally. Yes,
1: the the last working weekend of December. Mm-hmm. Christmas is around the corner. We have a little Christmas surprise for you guys. Yes. So keep your eyes open. Your ears open. Oh. And your, your eyes. eyes. Yeah. Open. So you can see your what we want you to open. hear. You know, the whole shebang. Yes. Keep the senses sensing. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Okay. So today I'm presenting you with a full episode. Ish.
0: I think this whole year has been so
1: long yeah girl
0: that my body physically have no other reaction than blatantly staring at you same i get it and just okay fine
1: dump it on me yeah i'm ready dump to it be on traumatized yeah it's fine okay. it's fine let's go so we're doing a case on john mm-hmm. pukohabi so that. he was born in 1944 and he is known as the ritual killer the ritual killer yeah I feel like this was another one of those cases, the cross-dressing killer, where they took a narrative and ran with it. Meantime, it didn't actually. Oh, so much. it's
0: not mine. Mm-hmm. The the mm. KZN cannibals where it was really a ritual mooty type not, vibe.
1: Not that I can find. It was more theory, to be honest.
0: Oh, so they just theorized yeah. and they named it slap there you go you have been branded yeah oh that's fantastic you know so
1: he was a former police officer mm, fuck yeah yes and he murdered between at least six to eleven young girls if not more in Adridgeville and limpopo
0: no so we're back in south africa yes. again
1: we are back baby And the span of his crimes were between 1974 and 1978. So Uh between when he was 30 and 34.
0: And this was apartheid era. That is crazy because it doesn't feel that long ago. But like Cupcake said in her episode, it's it's still so Mm. fresh.
1: So there wasn't a lot of information on this case. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of my... Info from Wikipedia and um, a YouTube video. Okay. Shout out! Yeah. I don't remember which one, but it's one of the only we'll ones. Link it. So,
0: yeah. Whoop whoop! Yeah, we we we're working with very little here. Yes. <laughs> Trying to do cases that have not been done before. It's hard. It's very hard.
1: So let's let's get into this. It yeah. So let's talk a little bit about his his life before the crimes. Yes. So there's not much on his childhood. As he starts to get older, he joins the police force and he starts to become a murderer. So things start to become known about him. Yeah. So as a young man, he was married and he had a daughter. But he suffered with impotency. So for those of you who don't know impotence. what Impotence. Impotence. Impotency. <laughs> that, that sounds right. No, impotence. Same thing, you know impotency for those of you it was not potent he was not potent no <laughs> which kind of you know what when you think about it so <laughs> uh, this basically means he had erect hole dysfunction mans couldn't get a boner limp dick mm-hmm okay mm-hmm very sad <laughs> So early 1970s, he becomes a police officer and he was tasked with dissecting corpses and providing help to pathologists.
0: As a police officer? Yeah. So he's not a medical professional, but he must dissect. This makes no sense.
1: Okay. At one of his shifts, Mr. John had had to to cut up. Had, had, to, had, cut, up. If it's not like, it's had, apparently. Like, had, 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 like. like. At one of his shifts, Mr. John had to cut up the body of a young teenage girl. When he made the incision in her throat, man suddenly got a bono. Mm -mm. He got a little bit excited. Mm -mm. Surprised by this, he completed his work shift, like nothing had happened, And proceeded to go home and masturbate to the idea of cutting the girl's throat. No. 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 John proceeded to keep doing this repeatedly until 1972 when he was dishonorably discharged from the police force for unknown reasons. I think we can all know the reasons. You know. Put two and two together. wow. His activities from 1972 to 1974 have not been documented. So, he goes MIA for a little bit. We don't really know what happens yeah. to Mr. John. Some people theorize that he murdered some people during the time. But we don't know. They don't know what he was doing in these past two years. Then, in 1974, his name pops up again. And this is because... This is when his first murder takes place. Well, first documented murder. Known murder. Yes. yeah,
0: I don't trust the whole they went on a sabbatical for four years. Mm, I that that has never sat well with
1: me. No. The first known murder took place on the 16th of October in nineteen seventy four when okay, wait, let me backtrack just half a second. Disclaimer. A lot of this involves young, young children and it is very gruesome and disgusting and horrible child abuse, sexual harassment. It's just not, it's not nice and there's children involved. Not safe for work. Yeah. And not
0: safe for sensitive listeners. Mm
1: -hmm. We will catch you in a different case if this is not for you, but please protect your own mental health. Yeah. If this is something that will trigger you. Click off now. But I think all of our cases are triggering girl. Mm. But okay. I feel like it's just good to say it. Yeah. He lured a five-year-old girl. Her name was <laughs> Te- Helen. Mm-hmm. And he lured her away from the street. In Averageville Where she was actually waiting for her older sister. Her body was discovered later that same day. On Church Street West. With her throat cut open. Mm. And she's five. On March 9th, 1975, John stalked a young girl named Mavis while she was walking down the street in Bandelier Corp. He was seen by some other children that were at a playground nearby, and they didn't really think any, you know, you see lots of people, you at a playground, you're outside. Yeah. However, a few minutes later, Mavis was seen running down the road, clutching her throat and crying. This is where bystanders grabbed her and put her in blankets and towels and whatever and took her to the police station where she later succumbed to her injuries. She succumbed to a large gash on her throat.
0: On the twentieth How o- old was she? Do we know?
1: Um no. It just is a young girl. I'm not sure. I'm guessing same age. More or less. I think the oldest was like 12 or something. Yeah. Okay. On the 20th of April, John approached two young girls playing at a local sports ground in Atridgeville and he basically requested them to go buy him some cigarettes. One of the girls, eight-year-old Uma, agreed to accompany him. A couple days later, her body was found floating in a dam near Church Street West.
0: Was her throat also slashed?
1: It doesn't say. But I think so. Oh
0: my fuck. Okay.
1: On the 4th of April 1976, he lured an 8-year-old girl named Josephine into an isolated corner, also in At and then proceeded to slash her throat twice, exposing her vocal cords. She somehow managed to survive the initial attack, but was unable to give any evidence or well not evidence but like clues or whatever
0: yeah any testimony to yes, anything whatsoever to the
1: authorities and later succumb to her injuries at a local hospital that following june so two months later it's suspected that because she survived this kind of scared him so he ended up moving he moved to bandalierko
0: and i'm also imagining that the because th- this is a lot yeah in a very small concentrated small. area. Yeah. So what we know from South Africa is communities get outraged, especially oh, where girl, children. Oh, you are have concerned. no idea. Yeah. So I can imagine that it became a little bit more difficult for him. Parents, kids yeah. weren't just roaming around you anymore, no unsupervised. Idea. It became. They made it more difficult for him. The community. Maybe people were talking about it. And what we know from South Africa is mm. community revenge is quite up there.
1: Yeah. They, will, they will come and find you. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Yeah. So he moves to Bandelier Corp on the 11th of April 1977. It's a very specific date. Take yeah. that with a pinch of salt, maybe. So he then notices, so now 1977, okay, he notices a young girl named Rosina, She's walking down the streets, and he approached her for directions. He then grabbed her and dragged her to a nearby felt. I don't know how to how do you describe felt to like people that are not South African.
0: It's an open field yeah. area, kind of like farmlandish. Yeah, an open field. Yeah, imagine if you've ever watched the thing, the Texas killing fields. Yeah, open field. Yeah, less trees. Mm. Just Flat, yeah. grassy, open area. Not much going on.
1: So he takes her there. He then sat on top of her and slid her throats with corrugated iron. He then left her for dead. But she survived. And she was hospitalized for about a month. And then later attended an identity parade to identify her assailants. But was unable to conclusively point out the suspect to police. So we don't... Was he in the lineup? we were not sure. I don't know. May 18th. Seven-year-old Gemma was reported missing from Atridgeville. Ten days later, a man walking his dog near a hospital found her body. Like previous victims, her throat had been cut, but this time, the killer had also cut off flesh from one of her legs. So he went back. Local yeah. residents... Believing the killings to be a work. They start, yeah. Local residents start to believe that this is now a ritual thing. They even start to believe that this is to do with the works of a Sangoma. Which is a traditional healer. Which is a traditional healer. And they think that they're using the body parts for Muti rituals.
0: But this is the first body part yes. that has been taken yes so i'm assuming the ones before that was just for because i remember my case with the the in cannibals yeah they called for blood to be spilled mm. of young girls mm-hmm. or a woman so that makes
1: sense that tracks okay all right so they decide now local re- residents they decide they're going to start raiding homes of suspected perpetrators you see here comes the community You see i i told you you don't yeah. even know girl they got in it they were like Mm-mm, we're doing this for ourselves not in my hood it was right. bad so july a nine-year-old i'm not gonna butcher this poor girl's little name but her surname is zondi so okay. i'm just gonna call her zondi she left her aunt's house in atridgeville to go see her mom but she didn't arrive She was eventually reported missing on the 31st of July and a week later, so on the 6th of August, several sheep herders were herding their sheep near a hospital and they found the mutilated remains of Zondi. Like the previous victim, her throat had been cut and a piece of flesh had been removed from her leg.
0: So he moves to a different town, but now he keeps coming back, Mm. which tells me... That, okay, sorry, I'm trying to place this in my head. I'm so upset right now. I'm so f- oh fucking, okay. So he, let me just get my brain straight. He moves, but he keeps coming back to the same area. So he obviously finds his victim pool in this area. Yeah. is He's comfortable in this area to hunt in this area. But he doesn't want community members or anybody to be able to place him mm. there. So he moves away. To, I don't know, create an alibi to make community members not see him, not be able to go to his house. Yeah. But he still returns in the area he is comfortable hunting in. Mm-hmm. But now his MO is changing because he's taking a piece of flesh and he did it again. Yeah. But first it was only the slitting of the throat that got him off. Mm-hmm. But now he's take why, why, carry on. Okay. Fuck.
1: On the following day. Yeah. John found a seven-year-old girl Mm -hmm. eva mavis in atridgeville and he lured her by stealing her jacket and she fought with him and demanded for him to give it back and he kind of like teased her with it or whatever edged her on a bit or whatever and grabbed her and dragged her to nearby felt he then sat on her and cut her throat with a piece of corrugated iron she also miraculously survives though and upon regaining consciousness she stumbles to the nearest house she can find which actually turned out to be one of the teachers from a nearby school Mm -hmm. she was then taken to a hospital where she remained for three months and because of her surviving he moves again and he he moves to mamuluri less than a month later on the 2nd of october he abducts seven-year-old Gloria from a Amalwiti. Her body was discovered the following day near Pretoria, like in Pretoria West. Okay. Somewhere in Pretoria West. Her throat was cut. Her tongue was cut out. Her larynx and her esophagus was removed.
0: So now he's taking the girl that survived. Yeah. Um, the previous Iba. one. Eva. Eva. Eva, did Eva. he remove anything from her?
1: No, he just okay. slit her throat.
0: Do you, think, do you think something is spooking him? Because he's not making sure that these victims are deceased. I don't know. So do you think it's not the actual I murdering think, itself? No,
1: I think he's just getting off on doing what he does to them. So, the And purpose, he assumes they're going to die.
0: Yeah. But it doesn't seem like his whole purpose. No, of he's doing not trying this. to kill. He's, he's not just trying, trying to get off. Yeah, that is so sick. I think he's just embarrassed that
1: his whole life he hasn't got a boner, and now for the first time he's found the one thing that gets him off, and now he's going fucking crazy.
0: I don't even know if it would be worse if he. But how fucking insane are these little? Not how brave, how tough are these little girls? Yeah. That at that age, after this is happening to you, it. you're finding through, you're getting up, and you're going to look for help.
1: Yeah, it's insane.
0: Thirty-year-old me, I don't even think I would be able I'd to do lie that.
1: There. Jesus, take the wheel. Right? Sorry. Yeah, but, <laughs> but take me now. And they go look. Mm-hmm. They literally they
0: fight. They go to heart. This is insane. Okay.
1: So out of desperation, local police employ a traditional healer, a sangoma. They do this to try and help locate the killer. But it is then theorized that John's mother was also a Sangoma. And it's suggested that they learned about this other Sangoma trying to find them. And he decided to just stop killing for a little while. Okay. But it doesn't take long before he goes on his third murder spree. On the 14th of May, 1978... John was driving near Tracker Heights when he spotted 10-year-old Evelyn who was going to the bus station to buy a ticket so she could visit re- relatives in Outreachville. Presenting himself as the older brother of a friend, he lured her into his car and drove to, Is- he drove to some street and he dragged her off to the felt and attacked her she was later found covered in blood by cyclists who took her to the hospital and she survived she later provided a description of the vehicle to police by mid-june john had moved to kudu street in Attridgeville, so, so you he moved, moved back. back yeah on the 25th of june Eight-year-old Jennifer went missing in the area and her mutilated body was later found on the 2nd of July. The mutilations were extensive as not only flesh from her thigh had been removed, but her nose, toes, forehead and tongue had been cut off. On the 27th of August, the body of nine-year-old Elaine was found abandoned near um, a primary school only 200 meters away from a police station. Fingerprints were lifted from the crime scene, but the offender went uncaught. On the 10th of September, the body of nine-year-old Loretta Edwards was found in the fault between suburb... near the suburbs of Hercules in Pretoria.
0: Okay.
1: Loretta went missing, well, was reported missing on the 15th of August. She was found on the 10th of September. Her tongue was removed as well Um, a prominent Sangoma named Sarah called a meeting to then clear the name of fellow practitioners so all the traditional healers that she believed were definitely not involved she calls a meeting she's like listen I know you guys think this is some sort of ritual thing and you're targeting us but I'm clearing our names here Yeah, we are not involved yes this isn't our practices this is because yes. what happened was the crimes just kept continuing and they just kept targeting these traditional healers. Yeah. And they were all like, this has nothing to do with us. And you're basing this a lot off of an opinion, off of a theory. It's yes. not proven that any of this is done for a ritual. No. You're just assuming that. And now you're targeting us. Yes. That's not fucking fair.
0: It's if enough of something happens in a specific area. Yeah. It's like the, the um, Don Steenkamp case mm. where he tried to make it out to be a farm killing. Yeah. Where there's a lot of what they call muti murders and there's, like we said, a lot yeah. of farm killings. So it's easier, I think, Definitely. for people to assume that this is what's happening, mm. but you can't... Just eliminate the fact that it might not be that. if nothing is pointing to it, okay, you know. maybe keep it as a theory, but don't let it go that is it the police that ran with it, or is it just I think the, everyone everyone I think just everyone. went with it the news,
1: Residents, news, yeah. police. I just think everyone ran with this idea. Yeah.
0: and then the the traditional healers were like, nah, this is not us. Mm-hmm.
1: okay. So more killings and disappearances continued, and it just got worse and worse despite people trying their best to figure how out what is was this going guy on not getting caught i don't know
0: do you think it's his police background
1: i think so and Probably. he obviously
0: worked with bodies so he knows what evidence needs to be accumulated so yeah. he's a little bit clued up on how to get away with murder yeah
1: november 20th a young girl from alexandra named namondi She was going to visit a church with a female friend when they were approached by John, who offered to pay them 50 cents if they could buy him a beer. She agreed to accompany him, and her mutilated body was found in Saulsville that same day. Shortly after her murder, John changed locations yet again. This time, he went to northern Limpopo. On November 26 he was driving around the township when he spotted a young girl named Martha at a shop and offered to give her a ride when the little girl failed to arrive home her, fi- her father Simon organized a search party to help find her unbeknownst to John a 12-year-old little boy named Simon as well lol ironically Simon helped Simon So little Simon helped big Simon. Okay. And he saw Simon's daughter. get. He saw Martha getting into a car. Yeah. Sorry, hold on. I'm just falling apart here. He saw Martha get into this car and he recognized the car. So he went with all these big men and he went marching around the streets. He was like, I'm going to show you which car. We're going to go look for this car. Oh, wow. So they go and they find the car. So big daddy Simon, he opens the door. And when he opens the door, they find John sitting inside. He denies that he had anything to do with Martha's death or disappearance or whatever. Yeah. But it's said that Simon just had a gut feeling. He yeah. just knew his daughter was dead. Yeah. And he began to egg the rest of the men on to join him in beating up John, which yeah. they proceeded to do. Community Quite revenge, like yeah. we
0: said. Okay, yeah.
1: They then decided to transport him to the police station where John refuses to know anything. But he then all of a sudden says, oh, but I can take you where where I found her body. What? Yeah. But he's like, I don't have anything to do with it, but I'll take you where but I, I found where her body. But I know where her body is. And I was like, okay, what? But he goes. And on their way there, they go through felt or whatever. And John says he needs to go pee. So, he goes to go pee-pee and the one policeman looks and he notices that he's dropped something and he's trying to bury it with his foot. He's trying to cover it with dust. So, they're like, "Mm, I'm going to go look what that is. What are you trying to hide from me, brother bear? Yeah. So, they go look. It ends up being a piece of a human windpipe. No. He
0: was carrying it with him?
1: He then... It was it
0: in his pants pocket?
1: I don't... I don't know. Probably... So I'm
0: assuming he's not rocking up there with a fanny pack or a backpack. No. He literally must have had it in his pants pocket.
1: So after this, he apparently is now unable to hide his guilt any longer. I actually think if he had been confronted any sooner, he would have broken sooner. I think just the fact that he wasn't confronted sooner, he just wasn't caught sooner. I feel like he's the type of person that would have cracked under pressure. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, because he's cracking pretty quickly. Exactly. Yeah. So he's unable to hide his guilt and he leads them to the body. Which is, I'm guessing, his police history
0: Mm. gave him the confidence to do what he did, how he did it. Mm. But it also broke him to the point where he knew what they were capable of doing and finding. So, as Definitely. long as they couldn't catch him. And he
1: probably also knew what would happen to him if he got caught. Like, yeah. if he went to actual jail, like prison. Yes. He probably knew what would happen in prison. Because prison's not a fun place no. to go to. So, Especially when you're out here murdering and raping. And, yeah. Well, not raping. He didn't rape anyone. But murdering girls to get off of it. Yeah, You're not going to have a fun time, no. brother.
0: So, the point I'm trying to make as well is that his knowledge... What it gained him was also to his detriment. Yes. Basically.
1: Yes. 100%. Yeah. So he leads them to the body. Yeah. And this is actually quite sad. But her dad sees the body and then actually covers it with a shirt and kneels and prays for her over the body. Yeah. It was quite sad when I read that. He was then charged for this little girl's murder Mm. and transferred to Veskorpi's psychiatric hospital in Pretoria for a psychiatric examination he was no not him other people like officers and stuff they were scared that he was going to be killed by fellow inmates and obviously as much as a lot of people are going to look back and be like oh my god he should be killed blah 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 blah, you kind of want to make sure you know everything you need to know about the case before he dies before you can give the victims justice yeah, and you Do you know, also, know what I'm saying?
0: It's one of the hardest things to fathom. But because a human is still a human. Mm. And no matter what, mm, it pains me to say this, no matter what you did, you still have rights.
1: Yeah. I got into such a long conversation with my dad about this last night. Wow. Yeah. And
0: it's like Cupcake said,
1: we have a right to exist. Yes. In
0: South Africa. And... Mm being the officers of the law they obviously want this to go as well legally and for sure as as it can so now they have to protect this person yeah
1: it's hard because of their fear that he was going to get killed by other inmates he was only kept there for a week and then he was transferred somewhere else okay eventually john was found to be sane and he was able to stand trial Due to similarities with the previous murders, John was charged with five additional murders as prosecutors lacked enough evidence to charge him with all of the crimes. He initially denied all responsibility and claimed that interrogators had beaten him with a hose and given him electroshocks, which I doubt. But anyways, in spite of his claims of innocence, John was convicted of six murders He was charged with those of Gemma, Gloria, Jennifer, Loretta, Elaine and Martha. He was given six death sentences for each count. As well as a five-year prison term for the attempted murder of Evelyn. When he took the stand, John finally admitted his guilt in these cases and to meticulously planning every murder. He also said that he kept the severed body parts to himself so he could masturbate to them, refuting the theory that he was selling them for money or for ritual purposes. What? What the actual fuck? Aside from his confirmed murders and those he was not charged for due to lack of evidence, Atridge police considered John a possible suspect in three further murders, these included the double murder of two sisters margarita and patricia who were 8 and 10 around about in 1973 as well as a young woman named olga in november 1976 all of whom were killed in similar circumstances to his known victims however john denied involvement in these murders and said no so- and no solid evidence has surfaced to indicate that he killed him. John's subsequent appeals were rejected and he was hanged in Pretoria Central Prison on the 6th of February in 1980 and he is now a dead man.
0: That is crazy.
1: Yeah Mike Mic drop.
0: I literally have no words.
1: So many kids.
0: So many. And how many... It's like such
1: a straightforward case and whatever. It's just to me, how did it go on for so long? How did it happen to so many people? And he just got away with it for such a long time. Yeah. What?
0: And I feel if you are... Was,
1: how was he not on
0: some sort of watch list? Because obviously him being well it depends on what he was dishonorably dishonorably
1: discharged but I mean from. if a police officer was discharged for slitting a girl's throat and beating his meat which we can all naturally probably assume that's why
0: maybe it was not maybe it was something different yeah, maybe maybe he missed placed something or they maybe found he out
1: took a body part maybe. and then when they went back and checked they were like a body part's missing and he's like I don't know yeah. and then he was dishonorably discharged because he was actually taking the body yeah. parts. but
0: I do feel you must be on some sort of watch list thing something you must be immediately if some if some shit like that goes down in that mm. community how are you not the first person they go to I don't know and now we also have to... Because the police system back then was so different yeah, to what it is now. I mean, back yeah. then we had the death penalty. Mm. Where now we, we do don't. not. This My brain is boggled. What the actual fuck? Yeah. And how many victims survived? Did you say just one? The rest? No, I think
1: two. Yo, I don't know. I'm going to have to go reread everything. I think like two of them survived. But in total... He was convicted of six victims, accused of 11, and 14 possible, if not more. Some articles said he had 16.
0: That is crazy.
1: Yes. Let me see.
0: So the victims that survived will probably
1: be grown women today. Mm. Okay, here one survived. Rosina, she survived. He slid her throat with a corrugated iron. Left her for dead, she survived, hospitalized for a month, ad- attended the identity parade, but wasn't able to yeah. give out any. So she survived. Then then Ava Mavis, the seven-year-old, who he lured by stealing her jacket, she yeah. survived. Okay, so we have two survivors. So far, Gloria passed away. Evelyn, she survived. She was found covered in blood by cyclists, taken to a hospital, and survived. She later provided a description of the vehicle.
0: Oh, yes. Okay, so out of all of these 14, maybe 16 possible victims, three survived.
1: I'm double-checking, but from what it looks like, yes.
0: I wonder if they ever gave any interviews or anything.
1: Yeah, three. Three survivors.
0: Three survivors.
1: That is, And the other one,
0: the... So three survived because they got medical attention quickly enough. The sad part to me now from hearing this story is, like we said, his MO was not to kill them. That wasn't the purpose of his actions. Mm-hmm. So how many of these girls, I, I mean, the survived. one was found more than a month later. How many of them were lying there? still alive Mm. for how long not being found not being able to get up or what i'm assuming almost all of them yeah that is fucking horrendous yeah it's bad yeah he literally left them for dead yeah girl i think i'm about to cry (sighs) i'm sorry it's okay i can't deal when it's kids I physically can't end.
1: You're going to make me
0: cry. I know. I'm sorry. Oh. When it's kids and thinking of the fact that just this thought that you didn't kill them, that they were there. Oh, fuck. Okay. Shit.
1: It I makes feel the- so bad.
0: <laughs> no, you know. Yeah. Okay. Talk, right, mm. yeah, guys, what a transition for usually we can fucking laugh, yeah, and but this I can't, Mm-mm. I can't. Ooh. Okay, you, you
1: broke me the you, case, that you broke us, you, li- yes. you literally broke me. But you know what, it is, it's such a devastating case. I mean, so many young lives, so many little girls, and for what you. For nothing. nothing. Because you... But I think we should end it here. I think this has been a rough one. Have a good weekend, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to...
0: I have no words. I'm just gonna... Um, I am going to go sit in the corner. Yeah. And... Cry. Cry. Literally.
1: I just... Um. I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. How, I don't even know how
1: we got here. <laughs> but that is episode friday guys please go touch some grass breathe some fresh air and just fuck be a decent human being yeah just be a decent human being yes but um don't worry on this very sad and heavy note, our christmas special surprise yes will make you feel better
0: yeah i think i need some some ear bleach right now i'm gonna Mm. go listen to some taylor swift or something (sighs) because reddit has eyeball bleach yeah um and i didn't physically see anything right now so i think i need some ear bleach mm. which i don't even know what that is right now the only thing i can think of is Taylor Swift. Mm.
1: <laughs> we will see you guys on Mon- well we will talk to you guys yes on monday on monday and hopefully it won't be so insane yeah
0: I, 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 I'm done. I'm done. I'm broken. Bye. This is done. Goodbye, guys.